Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. What's up? It's your girl, Sasha Banks, the legit boss. You are watching Going In Raw. You like that? Hey, friendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found, of course. Take live on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, we're going to be live tomorrow right here on the Twitch. That's uh, right. At 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern. You can watch Impact Wrestling on our Twitch screen with us. Uh, it's a wildly good time. Just hanging out, watching some impact, uh, uh, shooting the shit, uh, and, and and it's a lot of fun. It so is that's fun. a twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Of course, this Sunday, Larson, what's going yes. on? Yes, Superb Owl Party. We're being invited to the party of the Superb Owl. So, so uh, the big game, three, whatever you three, want to call it. Yeah, we can't call it what it's actually called. 3 p.m. Pacific, 6 Eastern. I think kickoff is usually like quarter after or something like that. They don't let uh, us say Super Bowl, but we're going to be watching that. Um, and we'll be doing our, our Death Nut Challenge. We discussed the rules earlier. Um, it's going to be something else. This yeah, is a poor bad it party. It's at yeah. twitch.tv. So it's basically just a Super Bowl watch along uh, that we're going to be doing. Uh, there's, a reason, there's a reason they call it the Superb Owl Party on what we do in the shadows, because they can't say Super Bowl. Uh, are we applicable to the same rules? Are they, are I'm, not rules chances, yeah. I'm not taking is any Goodell chances, man. Is Goodell listening in right now? Never know. Taken down. Uh, obviously, you're not going to be able to watch that on our screen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we should act like we're playing Madden and just watch the Super Bowl. You know what? I'll say this, though. The NFL was they did stream some games on Amazon Prime. Yeah, they I did. Doubt yeah. The, the, it's not going to be the Super Bowl because someone pays a ton of money to air that. Correct. But yeah. Yeah. One could hope uh, at some point that might happen. Yeah, that'd be neat. I mean, I don't I don't know how that works. I don't even know how the Amazon thing where I thought that it was for like specific streamers. But then I thought I saw like because I know Paige was doing it, but Paige has a big following. Mm-hmm. Then I saw I, I swear I thought Miro was doing it, who does not mm-hmm. have a large following on Twitch. Um so I, I don't know what the rules were behind that. I looked for a brief moment and then I stopped mm-hmm. looking. Yeah. So uh, so well, yeah. This is kind of a moot point because ain't gonna happen with the Super Bowl. I mean, Super Bowl. Correct. The Super Bowl. Uh, so we're gonna be doing that on Sunday. Should be fun again. You know, just be hanging out. You know, I'm gonna maybe get some uh, stuffed crust pizza. Eat that. 
eating some spicy nuts. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways, uh, let's hop into it, man. Uh, a pretty busy raw tonight. Yeah, it, it moved. Let me. Let me. Let me. It felt like this. It felt like they were just trying to wrap up everything so they can officially be on the road to WrestleMania. Maybe. I never found it dull. No, it was it, it look, it still suffered from some of the same issues oh, that yeah. Raw has. Number one, yeah. it's three hours long. You're not gonna it's always gonna be that. Yeah. Uh so there's that. Um the stories didn't really feel all that connected like they do in SmackDown, which is yeah. fine. You can't just fabricate that on the spot but does smackdown have damian priest the answer to that question is no damian priest kind of was a glue for at least a second hour he was that really held the show together yeah All man right? he got edge's seal of approval it did it felt like got, they were yeah. trying to and besides i mean obviously edge and orton had their big third match uh, that you know, sort of sends them on their way. Now they can uh, Orton can officially go do the Fiend stuff. But, but let's get into this because uh, it, this kicked off the show. Uh, you mentioned Edge wrapping up his feud with Orton via a win in the main event. Um, let's get into this. Yeah, who is Edge going to challenge? So after the uh, the Rumble last night, after his win, one would presume since he has been on Raw for the duration of his comeback. We thought, all right, it'll probably be Drew McIntyre. You know, uh, someone else will obviously have to step up to challenge Roman, whether it's Daniel Bryan, whether it's Seth Rollins, somebody else, Brock Lesnar, who knows. But it seemed like that would probably be the match, probably. Mm-hmm. Then, uh, so Drew opens the show with a promo, Edge interrupts, and more or less says, hey, man, I haven't made my choice yet. You'll know when I make my decision, but hey, uh, Drew, you got a massive target on you. Target. So uh, I'll see you later. I got to go wrap up this thing with Orton, and then uh, and then uh, you know who knows? Maybe I'll wrestle you, maybe not. Who knows? Edge was acting very not to stray from your point. We'll get back to it. Edge was acting very. He was. It, it was as if he was trying to impart some parting words. He was trying to warn Drew. Hey, some wisdom on his way out the door. You're playing fast and loose. That's going to bite you in the ass. And sure enough, it literally immediately did. <laughs> well, like, because he, he was saying this. He's like, hey, you've got a massive target as he looks over at Seamus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Seamus, and Seamus is like, hey, like, what are you looking at me for? Don't spoil what I'm about to do. Spoiler alert. And uh, so, yeah, it did. It seemed like he was on his way out um, and he was he was telling Drew, hey, you need to you need to watch your back a bit better than you have been. You know, you need to be kicking my head off if I'm potentially coming after that title because everybody here including this guy over here is going to be coming after your title mm-hmm. so yeah it totally felt like this is their encounter and then everything else that edge did during the show giving damien for damien priest obviously somebody who vince probably took one look at and was like oh six five count me in this guy looks mm-hmm. like a million bucks we've mm-hmm. got high hopes for him he gave him his little seal of approval that felt like hey i'm probably not gonna see you for a while it's um, like, hey, Damien, you're the new rated R superstar. And then the promos for Orton and Edge and then the match just felt like, okay, this business is going to be done and we're probably not going to have many opportunities to encounter each other, at least for the near term. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if we want to mention the tweet that we saw as well. Where do you stand on that? Oh, the one you mentioned before we got started? Yes. I mean, you can. There's also some rumblings out there from people who might be in the know, and this is Dave Meltzer, that 
he he believes the direction is going to be Edge versus Roman. I mean, I'll, I mean, granted, this the same source as Melser, but in the newsletter he said they had decided on one Mania match, and that was Roman's opponent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Edge wins the Rumble. Yeah, you can connect the two things. Yeah, it's not it's not a certainty. They can, you know, Vince could always change his mind. You know, if if, if he calls Brock and Brock get, says, "Yeah, I'll come back, but I want to face Roman," then that's going to change things. And here's the, the thing: now that change, yeah. Now that Edge had his match with Randy tonight, I th- believe I was kind of watching the background while I was, you know, watching some stuff uh, earlier from Raw. That uh, uh, it looked like maybe Edge was being advertised for SmackDown. I imagine it'll be a situation where he'll go to Roman and say, uh, "Maybe a choice yet." He's going to be off TV for probably a month and a half, two months. Edges mm-hmm. about a month and a half, and then he'll come back probably mid March for the build to Mania. Uh, make his decision then and then they'll build in earnest but after having two matches in two days uh he's gonna probably uh, be off tv for a while after friday assuming he is on smackdown night by night has a great point here he says it makes sense uh for edge to at the very least show up and confront both champions before deciding officially and he said as much tonight Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and here's the thing you show up tonight on raw and the champion is basically saying wonderful things about you saying hey man i really like you and you're like dude edge basically said I like you. You need to watch your back. Like he was giving him words of wisdom basically because he respects him as a champion. He's going to go to SmackDown on Friday, confront this dickhead who's going to just talk shit about putting money on his table. Oh, Roman's going to be. <laughs> of course, Edge is going to take on that guy. He's an asshole. Yeah, he is. He is an a-hole. So and, you know, uh, yeah, he's got the spear going on too. Yeah, the spear versus <laughs> spear the thing. Spear versus spear. I mean, they could do Goldberg versus Roman Spear versus Spear, but Edge versus Roman Spear versus Spear is way more exciting. It'd be a much better way match. Cooler. Yeah, you don't have to worry the entire time. I mean, you kind of yeah. do. Like, I, I worry a little bit about Edge, not nearly I as much a as Goldberg. Bit. I worried a little bit tonight just because he came out for the opening segment, looked like he was limping, like limping, limping. He went an hour yesterday. A little that bit. Was, I know. That was crazy. I know. I know, um, but I will uh, say this about yeah. Edge because you know a lot of a lot of uh, part timers legends could easily rest on their laurels and just show up when they have to to do the things that are necessary. Granted, put in performances, uh, he seems more than willing to go the extra yard mm-hmm. to prove that he still has it. WWE is making their money on him. He's giving them everything he has. And someone it's great. I, again, I'm sorry. Uh, someone posted a tweet of Edge's three matches since his return. Uh, the Mania match was over a half hour. Mm-hmm. Greatest match of all time was almost 45 minutes. And of course, nearly an hour on the Rumble. Three yeah. matches. Yeah. Yeah. Averaging is, what? About 45 minutes. He That's is giving insane. him there's, their money's worth for for absolute and, sure. You know, and, I, th- I, th- I think, too, is, is, you know, I don't know if it's conscious effort on his part, but he's showing up, putting in the effort, having these super long matches. And, you know, it's not like I understand Brock, he can go in there for six minutes. He can go in there for six, seven minutes, tell a good story, especially against a smaller opponent, get the point across, get the win, and he's done. But I appreciate Edge going like, all right, well, I think the stories for me necessitate longer matches. You know, he's yeah. all about grit. He has to, gr- he has yeah, to yeah. get through these grueling contests yeah. to come out the other side. And in, in doing so, he's putting in some, he's putting in some time. He's spending a lot ring. of time. And part oh. of his part of his old comeback story is, hey, I can still go. And it's not mm-hmm. like I'm in my mid fifties and can still go like Goldberg, who can't go, but he's a big name in Vince's eyes. Uh, seems to be a bit of a ratings draw, and uh, you know they wheel him out so that he can he can pop some ratings, I guess. With Edge, 
they can wheel him out, but he obviously takes a lot of pride in what he's doing, mm-hmm. and he can go, and he wants to prove, damn it, I can mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Um, that's part of his story coming back. But getting back to the Roman thing, Edge versus Roman is a big deal. Mm-hmm. And Goldberg versus Roman, in some eyes, could be a big deal. I'm sure that you know on a marquee, it probably looks good to a lot of people. Edge is so much more legit when you consider he's got a multi-year deal for, you know, I don't know, what is it, like five matches a year, something like that? Something like that, yeah. Um, He's ridiculously popular, uh, and he is by far the biggest challenge to Roman Reigns in this current iteration of the Tribal Chief. Um, Kevin Owens put up a hell of a feud with him, as did Jey Uso, but Edge is on another level. And uh, I think that's a pretty compelling story they can tell right there. The promos are going to be. I don't. Oh, yeah. I don't foresee Edge getting uh, cryface the way uh, Drew McIntyre did, being in there. I. I don't know if Roman can break down Edge after everything he's been through. He'll try. He'll try. He'll It'll try. be good stuff. It'll be great yeah. stuff. Yeah. But Edge won't be at a loss for words. Mm-mm. You talk like that to him, he's not going to sit there and take it. He'll just spear you real quick. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Let's get into this and get the nuts and bolts of the show. Kicked off with a Drew McIntyre promo. Talks about how he and Goldberg beat the crap out of each other. They earned each other's respect. Uh, he puts over the rest of the card at the Rumble. Uh, finally talks about the men's uh, Royal Rumble. Out comes Edge. Uh, Drew talks about, says, when he came to America, Edge was his mentor, mentor looked af- out for him. Uh, says Drew was there when he had to retire. Never thought he'd see the day when he'd come back. He said he remembers he was... Uh, in the corner with AJ uh, had his foot to his neck and he heard, I like that he said, he said, I heard, you think you know me. Um, <laughs> Edge making his return at the Rumble. So everything he's done since has been incredible. Last night he came in the Rumble at one, won the whole thing. He's happy and he's proud of him. Edge's like, you know, I appreciate the compliments, but you know, we're friends. So I feel like I could be blunt with you. What's wrong with you, man? I just won the Rumble. I could challenge for that title. You should know that I am an immediate and viable threat to your title, but instead of kicking my head off, you're showering me with compliments. And Drew says, okay, I get it. That's something an opportunist would do, but that's not the kind of champ that Drew, that I am. And Ed says, damn right, you're not me. You're not me. You're not me. He said it twice. Hey, I laugh. hey. Me. Seamus, his music hits. He comes out. He congratulates Ed. Edge uh, tells him he should be flattered. Uh, Seamus, though, is not happy because who was Edge to question Drew? Drew carried the company on his back through uncharted waters while Edge was at home nursing an injury. He says, I've known Drew for over half my life. Drew will take the high road, but I, Seamus, won't. And Drew's like, oh, Drew says, calm down. Uh, tells Edge uh, he won the Rumble. Uh, hey, you better make your decision or, or am I going to have to make it for you? Uh, Edge says, I've been in the game for a long time. I'll make the decision. When I make my decision, you will know it. But Drew, man, you have a huge target on your back. You're playing a dangerous game. The Seamus guy over here. And the Seamus like, hey, why are you looking at me? Edge says, regardless of who I choose, I'm walking out of Mania's champ. He leaves. Drew is like holding up the belt as Edge walks out. Maybe talking some crap. Turns around. Broke him. You can't turn your back on, on, Mm -hmm. on that guy. That's what everybody's mm-hmm. been trying to tell him. Um, so, yeah, 
Seamus bro kicks the hell out of Drew. Afterwards, uh, we come back from commercial. Charlie interviews Seamus on his way out. She's like, what the heck's going on? He says, everybody knows me as Drew McIntyre's friend. Well, I tell you what, he's no longer my friend, and I want the WWE Championship. <clears throat> and then he turns into Drew Gulak, gives him his bags, which was an odd little distracting yeah. piece of yeah, that was weird. cinema right there. And then Seamus takes off. After that, we have Lashley versus Riddle. Uh, Lashley dominates this early. Oh, yeah. uh, uh, Riddle uh, uses a really creative way to dump him on the outside, then hits a floating bro to the oh, outside. Yeah, it's, like a, it's like a Rana, essentially. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Was uh, pretty but then uh, Lashley gets the hurt lock on Riddle over the top rope while Riddle's on the apron, and uh, Lashley doesn't break it uh, at the five, so the ref DQs Lashley as Riddle starts tapping. Riddle falls down after the match. Lashley goes down. He sort of runs off the ref. He goes down. He puts it back on Riddle. MVP comes down, tries to reason with Lashley. He's like, dude, you're going to kill him. Don't do that because mm -hmm. you're going to kill mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. Lashley, he sort of has this like madman look in his eyes, gets Riddle back, puts it on him again until he's just completely knocked out, and then just chucks him over the barricade like he's a sack of potatoes. Yeah. Uh, and MVP, who at first looked really concerned, uh, gets this really evil look on his face like, oh, yeah, that's what I'm happy has been unlocked now. Mm -hmm. And we sort of get a little bit more from him when he's on commentary later yeah. for the Hurt Business yeah. match. Uh, next, Bugatti rolls into the arena. It's Bad Bunny. Mm -hmm. uh, then we go back to uh, Thunderdome. There's some trainers, ref, checking on Riddle. And he was like, oh, who was I wrestling again? <laughs> and they say, well, you're wrestling Lashley. He tries to get up. Yeah, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" No, Riddle, you don't want to do that. No, you've obviously been concussed. You're done with him. Okay, you prove that you can do nothing but get, just like Jeff Hardy, you're just prone to getting the hurt lock, dude. I love, dude. I love how strong they're booking the hurt lock, and I think we mentioned this before uh, we started going with the podcast. Mm -hmm. uh, Lashley versus Drew ultimately at WrestleMania is, is I, it's probably least likely to happen. Most likely, or most the the thing that I'd most want to see. You book Lashley as this, you know, this dude who snaps, which I always love that gimmick when a wrestler snaps. It's great, Ken Shamrock, um, and and he just put they they've been booking him so strong oh, lately, yeah. so strong. Have him have like a Shayna run in the chamber, uh, coming mm -hmm. up at Elimination Chamber for the for the Mania match. Um, I mean, if they do Sheamus versus Drew at uh, Elimination Chamber, and you have Lashley come away at the number one contender spot. That could be pretty good. It could be. Could I, be. I, I kind of doubt they're going to do it. Something tells yeah. me. I don't know. What's what's your pick? I, I kind of feel like it's going to be Keith Lee and uh, and Drew. What do you think on that? Oh, at Mania? Mm-hmm. I mean, for the for a while, I thought they might do a triple threat, uh, Keith Lee, Sheamus, yeah. and Drew at Mania. But given that we're so far out, well, two months roughly, you know, I don't know if they'll give Sheamus the one-on-one bout at Chamber, and then Keith Lee will go to Drew and is like, "Hey, I told you so. I told mm -hmm. you so." Yeah. And that just makes Drew angry, and so they can somehow segue from there to Triple Threat. I don't know. I would love if a simple "I told you so" motivated a mania match between Keith Lee and Drew. Stop saying that. After that, Randall Keith Orton promo. Uh, it's like, hey, I got to level with the edge. I don't think I didn't think it was possible that you'd ever turn the ring, much less at the Rumble, but you did and you won it. So congratulations. But here's another problem. Uh, I told the world that Edge was never coming back, and then you did. You made me out to look like a liar. 
Uh, he goes on about how he sent Edge home to be a father and a husband out of compassion. Uh, Edge thinks he's going to main event WrestleMania, but he's not because he made the decision and looked past Randy Orton tonight. There will be no mercy, no compassion, no mercy, and no main event of WrestleMania. Uh, after that, uh, Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston are chatting, and uh, I think they're a gorilla position. Anyways, uh, Woods say, hey, man, I'm, I'm happy you're back. Because in this best of five series with uh, Retribution, he's like, you know what? I'm down. Was he? Is he up two one or down one two? I think he's up two. Uh, he's down two one. Down two one. Okay. Yeah. And uh, Kofi speaks on how crazy it is. Uh, Ali is still blaming him for what happened in 2019. And then, of course, New Day rocks. We have Xavier Woods versus Mustafa Ali. There is a great spot here towards the finish. Uh, so, like during the match, Ali is yelling at Kofi, who's ringside, saying he took everything away from him. But then the finish saw Kofi uh, using Dijak's shoulder to jump off of to take out Slapjack, which caused a distraction. Ali tried to get the roll-up on Woods, but Woods was able to get uh, a roll-up on him, mm-hmm. or like a crucifix pin or something, mm-hmm. uh, for the win himself. Yep. So uh, so now it's all tied up, I guess, there for retribu- yeah. Retribution versus Xavier Woods. Correct. Next, mm-hmm. we see Bad Bunny and Damian Priest chatting backstage, and then we get Miz TV with special guest Bad Bunny. So first, Miz and Morrison put over Bad Bunny, introduce him. He walks out to the ring. Miz says, I want to be I want to clear the air for any misunderstanding. Throws to a recap from the Rumble. Uh, Miz says, they both did things they regret. Uh, he hopes they can be better about things. Miz says, I want to apologize. Bad Bunny accepts. Miz wonders if there's anything that Bad Bunny wants to say. And Bad Bunny says, no. Um uh, Miz says, like, well, I heard no, you- I'm on Miz TV. This sucks. Yeah, I know. Miz says, uh, I heard you want to be a WWE superstar. And Bad Bunny says, yeah, it's one of my dreams. Miz says, uh, many uh, who have sat under my learning tree have gone on to great success. He brings up Daniel Bryan. Uh, Morrison says, yeah, imagine what we could do for you. Uh, Miz says, they can teach him how to be a WWE superstar. They just want him to help them record an album. They start doing some song. And Bad Bunny says, hey, you guys are special, but I'm not interested. Uh, Miz asks, if he knows who he's talking to, they're in his ring on his show. He's uh, fired up here, man. Yeah, yeah. Bad Bunny says, relax. I know who you are, but I only came on because a good friend of mine wanted to be on Miz TV. Out comes Damien Priest. Damien Priest. And he drops Miz with a huge right hand. Go to commercial comeback. Damien Priest versus the Miz. Yeah, man. Uh, and I love it because as soon as we come back from commercial, we get your favorite Damien Priest move, the, the, the head clap. The ear yeah, clap. Man, I love it. I love the ear clap, man. <laughs> he does that right when we're fading up. Love it. Uh, love it. And then right after that, he throws Miz out. He does the flip out of the ring thing. Uh, he Miz pokes the eye. He gets control. Miz tries to kick Priest, but Priest just kicked. I think he punches his leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, takes back over. Hits a broken arrow. Gets two on that. Morrison gets on the apron to distract as Miz comes to kicks Priest. Miz, I'm sorry. Morrison tries to go for the briefcase. Uh, uh, Bad Bunny, oh, no, sorry, Miz tries to go for the briefcase. Bad Bunny takes it. Morrison starts walking him down. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, Bad Bunny gives Morrison the briefcase and then punches him with his microphone. Mm-hmm. Uh, and while all that's happening, Damian Priest hits a reckoning for three, picks up the win in his right. I don't debut. know if you, we could ask for a, a, a better raw debut for Damian Priest than this. He spoiled Miz TV. He beat Miz. I thought it was great. He w- Bad he Bunny was, put he- him over. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Bad Bunny is one of the most popular mus- musical artists in the world right now. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damian Priest gets that rub. 
He gets to beat The Miz. He gets to ruin an episode of Miz TV. Man, hell of a debut for on Raw for Damian I haven't Priest. checked Couldn't my Instagram to see if he's hot tubbing it afterwards. That would be the only thing that would make it better. Obviously. Damian Priest was in that hot I don't tub. Know if, I don't know if they've been able to bring ladies. the hot tub from Performance Center to Tampa. Uh, let's see here. Don't see don't see a hot tub. Oh, but, give it time. Uh, give it time. Maybe yeah. maybe they're too busy partying to post anything on Instagram. No, that could be. It could be too could be. Uh, too explicit for Instagram, Larson. Could be. No, uh, post a terms of service violation. <laughs> Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well. Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Uh, so next, we got a tag title match. Cedric Alexander and Shelton Benjamin taking on Lucha House Party. For the most part, Cedric and Shelton were working pretty well together. Mm-hmm. There wasn't yep. any of the animosity, any of uh, uh, the stuff where they're tagging themselves in and out uh, just to irritate the other person, except towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, one kind of constant at the beginning of this match is when Shelton was in, Hurt Business was doing well. Mm-hmm. When Cedric tagged in, uh, he would always give up the advantage. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, though, it didn't really seem to matter. Uh, he, Cedric gets the upper hand, um, and then uh, he's setting up for something. Shelton tags himself in, hits pay dirt on Grand Metal League to get the win. And Cedric immediately turns to MVP, starts ratting him starts out. Yelling. See? Starts yelling. See? Look at that. I didn't do that. I didn't do that. Yeah, hanging on by a thread after that. We had an interview with Charlotte and Asuka. Charlotte talks about feeling bad for letting Asuka down for losing the titles. Asuka says, I was ready, but then we lost because... Asuka, like she was ready just to deck Charlotte right then and there. <laughs> she did. She was like, here's the thing. I was ready, but Charlotte's father <laughs> and his woman decided to get involved, and we lost because of the distraction. So Charlotte's like, all right, let's let's go ahead and do this. And Oscar says, "Are you sure you're ready?" She's like, "Yeah." So they go out. They have a triple threat ready. match. She wasn't ready. She was clearly unready. Not they have ready. a triple threat match uh, to determine a new number one contender. Uh, they were facing off against Mandy Rose and Dana Brooke, and uh, the tag team of Naomi and Lana. Right before the match actually kicked off, we got a little promo with Lana mm-hmm. and Naomi. Lana ultra serious. I actually, like, it was a small bit, but I thought Lana was was pretty good here. Mm-hmm. Talked about being focused and and having her eye on the prize. She was exuding some confidence in her return. Yep. Uh, and Naomi, of course, wanted them to all feel the glow. Uh, this is actually uh, a pretty fun match, dude. I'll be honest with you. That was booked pretty well. It was a pretty fun mm-hmm. match. Got some mm-hmm. fun stuff going on here. Some uh, starting off with Charlotte and Naomi doing some uh, some sort of uh, counter moves with each other, uh, hitting the double drop kick stuff. 
Uh, I thought that was pretty fun. But in the end, uh, Ric Flair and Lacey Evans come out. Charlotte just tags Oscar, says, all right, I'm hitting the road. I got I to gotta deal with this now. Just walks out. like, the hell, dude? So she's distracted from that. It's a rear view from Naomi. So Lana and Naomi uh, seem to be the new contenders. We had uh, Shane and Nia backstage watching the TV while so, this is happening. So here's the thing about this this finish, though. So Flair and Lacey come down the ramp, you'd presume, to ringside, right? They, weren't they walking down, or were they standing on the stage? Oh, I think they were just standing on the stage. Okay, so we see a shot of Charlotte walking up the ramp, but at no point does she confront... Flair she just goes backstage, and, and that's and she goes backstage, and that's the end of it. Yeah, I know. At least we, I wish we could would have got a shot of like Flair and and Lacey, like, all right, we've done our job and leave. And yeah. It just seemed weird that she's, I would think, going to, going up the ramp to confront her dad and Lacey <laughs> Evans, and we don't get that. Yeah. Instead, they just like teleport out. Yeah, she just she just was checked out, man. She was like, ugh, I can't, I can't do like, this. Ugh. White white brownies. Uh, Charlotte goes backstage. Where's Vince? Uh, uh, yeah, but that's I, cool. They're gonna they're gonna circle around back to Lana and 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 yeah, the Nia Jack stuff. So that makes sense. I don't I don't know what their chances are. Naomi just returned. Maybe that gets their chances a little bit better. Maybe maybe the plan was for uh, Lana and Oscar. Uh, it was Oscar. Oscar, yeah, Oscar. Mm-hmm. Take out those titles. Maybe that was the plan. Yeah, oh. that was the plan. Uh, next, Drew McIntyre interview. Uh, he's asked, "Hey, it's been a whirlwind the last few days. How you feeling?" He just says, yeah, I'd be honored to face Edge at WrestleMania, but Sheamus, he gets emotional, like really emotional, like he's about to cry. He says, I don't know. You know, I know families fight all the time. Hell, we've known each other for 20 years. We fought a lot, but this was different. Doesn't know what to say. He says, but if Sheamus is willing to throw away their 20-year friendship over the WWE title, so be it. And if he wants the match, he's got it. After that, we had uh, uh, the in-ring Raw return of Carlito uh, tagging with Jack Carly Swolito. He is enormous. Tagging with uh, Jeff Hardy. They showed uh, a video package of his initial run, and he's mm-hmm. got to be a good 20 pounds heavier of muscle. Yeah. I mean, the first time I had seen him in a while, I think, was on Glow, and it mm-hmm. was so noticeable how just jacked he had gotten. Um, he They took on uh, Jackson Riker and Elias. Carlito looked really good. Uh, Jeff Hardy ended up winning with the senton here. No apple for Carlito. No, uh, he actually did a thing a, a bit at the top of the ramp where he's looking at his hand. There was no apple there. It's uh, you know, you maybe doing one that day, these days. You know, are you vaccinated? Are you not cool? <laughs> he has to, he has to, yeah, check off those. He's got a questionnaire. Are you vaccinated? <laughs> What's your temperature? Okay, you're cool. Oh yeah, you're cool because here you don't have a temperature, but you're not cool. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, after that, we had a really good Edge Randall Keith Orton video package, and then an Edge promo. He's talking about being what? Joe Juarez. I'm pretty sure Carlito could have spit his apple onto Riker. <laughs> Riker would be like, "Come on, man! Come on, brother! Hit me!" Yeah, probably. I'd be proud to take that apple. <laughs> uh, so Edge did a promo. He's talking about being torn. Uh, it says he's really happy because he won the Rumble. On the other hand. There's constantly this black cloud that hangs over his head, and this cloud has a name. It's Thunder. Randall Keith Orton. Oh, yeah. Uh, he tells Randy, hey, you had a chance to go bell to bell at the Rumble like I did, but you didn't, and that's why I, that's what this is all about. Uh, Orton, you say this is about love. It's really about jealousy because uh, Orton's not the type of man that Edge is. So, of course, 
Randy challenges him now after he'd been in the rumble for an hour. But Edge is going to take the match. He's going to put Randy in the rear view so he can walk in the main event of WrestleMania and take uh, a title back that he never lost. He says, tonight, I get closure for myself and my family. This ends tonight. Go to commercial, come back. Edge is walking backstage. Just walks up Damian Priest. Goes, hey, man, you really impressed hey, me last night. Welcome aboard. Do you have any donuts? Somebody uh, tweeted at me, and I'm sorry I don't have it right here in front of me. The old, uh, the old uh, Belushi bit from Siren Live when he was uh, training, he was pushing uh, like donuts. It was it was mm. a spoof on Wheaties commercials. Oh, okay. But he was like a track. He was like running oh, yeah, track. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he yeah. had like a cigarette eating a donut. I remember that. Yeah. God, that was like one of the. It's like one of the most under. Like nobody really appreciates that skit, but it's mm-hmm. so good. I didn't like the over the top Belushi stuff. Because you could tell the guy was off his mind on whatever drugs he was doing, mm-hmm. but that understated stuff—he had such a great, he had such a great like. Yeah, one of the best deadpan faces. Deadpan, thank you. That's what I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Anyways, uh, after that we had Nikki Cross versus Alexa Bliss again, dude. I felt like when I saw this, I was like, okay, somebody there is taking a look at a list of okay, what haven't we f- finished? What have we? Well, what, what, what we? What we have not finished? And this is one of those we haven't seen Nikki Cross forever. Yeah, I know. Here's the thing: you could have teased us at the Rumble last night. Yeah, you rearrange yeah. a couple things. You have them have a moment, and then they're instantly separated. It kind of like sparks something in Nikki. Is like, okay, I need to finish this. Although by by the way Nikki was talking, it seemed like Bliss asked for this match or something. She got, Nikki kept going on. It's like I was done with you. Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this with to, to mm-hmm. me? I was done with you. I was ready to move on. Yeah, I mean Bray Wyatt's character is all about digging into his past, mm-hmm. and Nikki Cross with all of her transformations doing the same thing. Um, I like the storytelling here, you know, and but it does kind of feel like, hey, we want to move on, but we actually want to get some closure on stuff, and that's mm-hmm. kind of abnormal sometimes for the WWE. And I don't know, I don't know if there is a creative shakeup backstage. You know, we had heard Vince wasn't there at the uh, at the Rumble. Maybe took a hands off approach to creative on Raw tonight. I don't know. I'm not. I'm just, this is me pure, purely speculating. Yeah, but it did have a different feel to it. It did. Uh, so uh, Alexa did a lot more of the transformations. Uh, at one point, her her old music hits. She transforms into her previous iteration. She tries to convince Nikki that was the old her. She's like, "Hey, it's me." You know, she offers up a hug. Nikki kicks her in the gut, hits a corner mm-hmm. splash. Uh, cue the Firefly Funhouse music cut back to Alexa. She's back to being Firefly Bliss. Uh, she goes on a run. So she sets up for a, a Sister Abigail and then she does what Velveteen Dream used to do is transition to a DDT. Yeah. Hits that. That's her new finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To get the yeah. win. Um, as she's walking up the ramp, Randall Keith Orton's theme hits. They kind of have a moment on, this, on, the, on the ramp. She goes back to He looks... He he acts like she's not even there. Besides stopping in place when mm-hmm. she stops, but she has her eyes locked on him the whole time. I thought it was a great little bit. That was a great little direction there. A little bit of direction for uh, Randy to not even acknowledge her beyond stopping when she mm-hmm. stops. I thought mm-hmm. that was good. He did not look at her. Mm-mm. And then we have our main event: Randall Keith Orton versus Adam Copeland. Uh, Edge. Since he did wrestle an hour last night, off to the fast start, trying to get the quick pin. Of course, there was 15 minutes left in the show. We knew that wasn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he looks for the arm triangle. Orton blocks that, pushes Edge to the mat. He takes control for a while. Edge hits a uh, execution DDT. That gets him a two. 
sets up for a spear. Randy countered for the power slam, tossing the ring post. Randy has the advantage for a good stretch of time. Puts Edge on top, goes for a superplex. Uh, Edge ultimately fights it off, hits a clothesline off the top, gets two. Uh, Randy goes for an RKO. Edge counters that with a, like a reverse X-Factor. Mm-hmm. Gets a two-count there. Orton rolls the apron. Edge knocks him off into the barricade. There's a little bit of cat and mouse with uh, Orton going in the ring, rolling out. Edge gives chase. Uh, Orton hits him with a thumb to the eye, belly to back on the announce table. Uh, puts Edge back in the ring. Catapults Edge into the bottom rope. Hits a draping DDT. Sets up for the RKO. And you hear a little uh, uh, musical jingle. And Alexa Bliss is sitting atop the ring post behind Randy. And mm-hmm. he, he doesn't look at her, I don't believe. He just stands there. And you to get a close-up of, of Bliss, and she's got like that. Yeah, I know. He starts to look. He starts to turn to, to see her in his periphery. I don't know if he ever remember if he turned paid all the way fully around. attention. It's enough to distract him, because Alexa's got some like blood-looking stuff running she's out like of her mouth. black goo coming out of her mouth. Yeah. It was great. And then Edge hits Orton with a spear to get the win. Yeah. Before he moves on to SmackDown, I saw. I mean, I, dude, I saw people complaining about the distracted nature of. I mean, it's within the storyline that they're telling, and you know, uh, I think you're probably right. Down the line, they'll probably revisit Orton versus Edge, um, but you know, it's so it's sort of it, it keeps them both protected in this in this rubber match. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, with 15, 20 minutes left on left on a Raw much less the Raw after Edge went an hour in the Rumble. They're not going to put forth the match they did at Greatest Match Ever, you know? No, nor, no, they shouldn't. And and really, I don't know if you'd want to... I don't know if you could conceivably book a clean finish between these two, given that or, uh, Edge just went an hour in the Rumble. In order and I think that's the thing, is you leave the door open for something yeah. two years down the line when, when Edge is ready to say goodbye on his terms. Maybe it's Orton that sends him packing. Who knows? I love that two years from now you, in your mind because I think that too Orton's still going to be like peak oh. Orton, and Orton will still look <laughs> he, the same. He'll he wrestle the same. He doesn't age. He looks the exact same. Yeah, it's crazy. Zon doesn't answer some questions. Yes, uh, I've got a thread here on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Tomorrow we're going to be doing uh, a live power rank. We're going to get the intern to, to, to come up with some ideas for what we're going to power rank in the world of wrestling. We oh, do I have that an idea. live. I have an idea. Go ahead. Uh, maybe like five matches that need to happen at WrestleMania. That's good. Uh, we'll book that one. So five matches that need to happen at WrestleMania for tomorrow's power rank. We do that at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, live for Friendo Club TV members. Five dollars a month on Patreon. Uh, uh, throw us a Twitch sub or be gifted a Twitch sub or. Uh, become a YouTube channel member by clicking join and you can uh, hang out with us as well or watch it on demand after mm-hmm. the fact, but it's mm-hmm. uh, more going in raw content there at Friendo Club TV. Mm-hmm. Gregory Faella here on the Patreon asks, who changes heel and face more often, Seamus or the Big Show? It's the Big Show. I think he's, I think he's oh, run away like with week that to week. Yeah. Zondo, uh, I hope this means that Seamus actually is Drew's friend and is just doing what he thinks he has to to get a title shot. Sean Ross Sapp had an interesting stat that I, it was one of those where it's like, oh, I guess he's right, but it doesn't feel like it given how they book Sheamus. He said that he's only won one singles match in the past three months. Saw that, yeah. Um, I don't know if he was being, if he was exaggerating, but he typically doesn't do that. No, I mean, he has a whole thing, Sean Ross stats, you know? Yeah. Uh, 
So that's sort of, you know, yeah, this might be Seamus doing what he has to do in order to get a match. What would he like? Sorry, well, this comment here is great. Hmm. Uh, oops, sorry. Says they don't need a hot tub. The Trop has the Ray tank. They got a pool out in the, or the, the Ray tank out in the outfield. That's great. That's hilarious. Uh, I like this question from Rich. Dirty Rich says, give the kayfabe reason why Retribution started as a 20-plus person faction and is down to five. Dijak did that on Twitter. He says uh, the, the reason they signed their contracts so they could pay all their hired uh, guns to do all their heavy lifting for them. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. Granted, we haven't seen all the extra members since, but he tried to kayfabe it. Hugh along heavy. Does Damian Priest get a title at Mania? Probably not, but I'd like no, to think so. It's too soon. But Damian uh, nothing's, Priest versus... nothing's too soon. Nothing's too soon. <laughs> so, okay, sorry. For us, you're right. In the minds Put of the, the rocket movie, on his back, Damian Priest. Um, him versus Lashley. I'd love to see that at me. Oh hell yeah! Put that I'd U.S. title on that. Damian Priest. I'm picking up Damian Priest for going in Rock Cup. I think it's my. Is my, it your verify? So. It's your turn. All right. So Verify I think you got, that. I think you got real last, so I think it's my turn. Verify that. And okay. All right. Fair enough. Damien Priest. You know what? I'm, just gonna, I'm not Priest. even going to question it. I'll, I'll have the next pick. You get Damien Priest. I think that's great. I love. I just love that you have... Because you were kind of down on him back in the day. And I, I really like how he... As he developed, you developed the affinity for him. You know, I don't... I was never down on him i thought it was funny he went through that phase where he's doing promos and he was like so distracted by he everything was so distracted but you know what that could just be a character thing and if so that was really well done maybe could be yeah because once he won that north american title it's like it Things clicked clicked and everything clicked especially in the ring mm-hmm. he was like a different wrestler he was like mm-hmm. fast and mm-hmm. he had really figured out how to work the the nxt sort of quicker style uh yeah, you made the last pickup with Rhea on January eighth. Oh, what are we at with the going in Rock Cup? I'm up by about twenty points. Oh wow, boy, those rumbles really helped you. Yeesh. Yeah, it's gonna be hard to pick that back up. Blake Whitehouse, what's the end game for Bob Lashley? Uh, he says they booked him. They book him way too strong for the U.S. title, but they don't want to take the WWE title off Drew right now. I don't know what they would have planned for him. Uh, he has seemingly cleaned out everybody mm-hmm. that that could be well, in that division. Except one. Damien Priest. You got that right. Oregon Grinder. Wow. If Edge main events night two WrestleMania, that would be exactly 10 years to the day he announced his retirement. That's why he is main eventing night two of WrestleMania. He's going to win that thing, too. He's, he's 100% winning that thing. He's going to be the guy to take it out the tribal chief. Uh, let's see here. Uh, no. It's an interesting question from Jorge D. So are we building up to Alexa Bliss versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania? How would you realistically book that match? It's a Firefly Funhouse match. Oh, you could totally you could do, do it. it. Yeah, you could totally, totally do, do it. it. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, dude, great question. I'll throw this one to you. What? Uh, I think this is Haha Jackson says, uh, admittedly, I'm not an NXT guy since AEW became a thing. Can you explain to me the Damian Priest thing? Uh, is he supposed to be a guy that listens to douche metal, still hangs out at clubs while being in his late 30s, and owns multiple surfboards while living in Missouri? Is he that guy? No, man. I no, he's a he... vampire. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like a wannabe vampire? Like he's into vampire culture and fiction? No, he's a vampire. Oh, he's an actual, he's a vampire. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
We he wants to live forever. To the party he, of we should invite him to our superb owl party. Yeah, he wants to live forever. Yeah, he like he, he likes he likes the evening hours, not the daytime. He's a vampire. He's also into archery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. He's a vampire. He's a vampire. Uh, night by night, you've been offered a chance to take an exclusive once in a lifetime tour of the Rice Krispies factory, led by Snap, Crackle, and Pop themselves. What raw superstar do you take with you on your tour? Didn't somebody have a cereal thing? That sounds right. Well, the New Day had the Bootios. Mm-hmm. So I'd see if they wanted to get like a, yeah, I'd take the New Day and I'd see if they want to collaborate. <laughs> Adrian C's got a great question. Why is Nikki Cross now coming out to the theme to Sunday Night Football? <laughs> Seriously, though, could there be a worse fit than Nikki Cross? No, this new country there music is theme? no worse no, fit. It's, it's terrible. So it's so it doesn't bad. make any sense. It makes zero sense. It's so bad. It's not fit for her. It was like a. It was uh-uh. like a throwaway. Like, oh, we we need something for Cameron Grimes, and they did that. No, it's like, it's no. like the it's like the theme that Lacey Evans is like. Yeah, I really want that one. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Her her sanity theme was perfect. It was so good. It was perfect. It fit her energy and everything. Yeah, white brownie with the chances that Charlotte and Lacey feud not ending anytime soon. Who could you see Oscar feuding on the road to Elimination Chamber? The way WWE books Oscar, she might not have another title defense till WrestleMania, which is a bummer. Well, she's gonna be. She's out of the the women's tag title scene now. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, man. I really don't know. I fear I fear that she's gonna have that title uh taken off her by like Lacey Evans in the mid Ugh. in a mid card match on a raw. That sounds yeah. tell me that doesn't sound like the most likely scenario for how Asuka's title yeah. reign ends. It really does. That sounds incredibly likely to me at this point. Um let's see here. Uh Jeff Schofield, when do you think they'll break up Miz and Morrison? And give Morrison the push we know he can give. Uh, n- never. Yeah, probably never. Never, because Miz is never leaving. So that's not going to happen. I, I mean, if it was a brand split, that'd be awesome. I would love that. I would love that. Get Morrison away from the Miz. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Gareth Nicholas, could Carlito have Carlito. an MVP-like return to the main roster? If he can uh, elevate his 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 uh, mic work to the same level MVP has, then heck yeah, he's in great shape. He looks amazing. He's in great shape. Uh, he was always a pretty good talker. Yeah, I was. I thought he was hilarious. I thought I thought Carlito was really funny. Um, MVP has done something that few people can do, though, and I wonder how mm-hmm. much of that. I've op- I've openly talked about this. Ha- you know, he was gone for a long time. He had that great stint. He he was the first uh, uh, IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He seemingly learned a lot. He was with Shelton in uh, in in Noah, right? I think yeah. I think he was with Shelton in Noah. Oh, maybe yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I, I I think he learned so much. I'm not saying that Carlito hasn't, and he can't put it together. I think age helps a lot. Experience helps a lot. Experience reps reps help. But we'll see. Uh, Stevens J. So what happens with Riddle now? I don't know. Don't know. Okay. So what's more likely three months from what's more likely? Well, that's like mania. What's, I mean, it's probably more likely that I'll end up sort of in the, you think you might end up like a Cesaro type? 
Could be. Sort of, you know, flirts with the mid scene. I don't. It's. I think Riddle's Riddle's fate is going to depend exclusively on how fans, how much fans want him. Fans mm-hmm. could elevate him in Vince's mind. Maybe, maybe. Uh, G Man Five gifted a sub to Luis Trevel Trevelon Oh six. Thank you, G Man. Also, Organ Grinder gifting a sub to Dank Meme Center X. Uh, EV gifting subs to Dave eighteen fifteen and KH. Thank you very much. Uh, Nemo says we keep calling her Fiend Alexa, but do you think that's what she's supposed to be? Also, is the change in her appearance to this persona enough, or should she go further? I think that the change in her appearance is is far enough. I don't think you need. Same. Maybe same. you know it'd be maybe cool at WrestleMania. She puts on some cool like face paint. That always yeah, makes maybe. somebody look cooler. But just something subtle, not like you know, unless. Unless they give her a new, some a, another thing to reference her name by, it's just as easier to call her Fiend Alexa. Yeah, it's just kind of shorthand. There's for us. Firefly Alexa. There's Fiend Alexa. Mm-hmm. Dan Daniels the third says, uh, "R.I.P. Dustin Diamond. Watch three WWE men and three WWE women. Would you want to see in a show about their kayfabe high school years?" Uh, give me the new day. I wonder what Damien Priest in kayfabe was like in high school. Oh, that's good. All right, he he wear your your uh, metalhead vest back there. Unless he went to high school, like when did he become a vampire? Though, true. Did Maybe he go he to high school to be a vampire? That he was someone's uh, familiar for a while. <laughs> <laughs> he was his real name is Guillermo. <laughs> I'm a familia. <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he was somebody who's familiar for like a hundred years. I'm gonna leave if you don't make me a vampire. Oh no, Damien, don't leave. <laughs> don't leave, please. I'll make you a vampire. Uh, let's see. Uh, here. Uh, James Rodriguez, questions are great. Now that Raw is using the 8K camera, do you think we'll see it as an added entrance effect in the next 2K game? <laughs> I mean, Kyle is already there. It already looks like it. Mm-hmm. Fear and loathe, and you quantum leap into any wrestler during any moment. What moment do you leap to, and what moment w- would you be terrified to leap to? Any sort of death match scenario, I do not want to leap into. I would not want to leap into Sabu during that FMW fire match, where he then has to actually leap, physically leap, uh, under the bottom rope as quick as he can. Uh, I love it. It was like every man for himself at that point. <laughs> he was like, oh, mm-hmm. fuck this. I'm out of here. I know. I know. <laughs> Um, uh, Seth, when he Seth when he cashed in Money in the Bank at WrestleMania, that's got to be exhilarating. Oh my gosh, that's got to be amazing. Which which would you want to quantum leap into least? Uh, <laughs> the FMW fire match or uh, Triple H while he was getting reamed by Bret Hart's wife after the Montreal oh. screw job. Uh, I, oh, you I, know, I mean, you know, Hunter, you know. Well, I mean, I mean, like, I, yeah, I being chewed out by Bret Hart's wife would be awkward for a while, but the threat of being burned horribly is way worse. <laughs> I'd rather take the fire, man. That, so, oh, that's yeah. that's it was really? so awkward. Oh, Hunter, you so, know, you know, yeah, you know. No, I, I promise, I didn't know anything. 
uh, I don't know what your, my username is. So Sean Ross Sapp on his stream just mentioned how he wants you guys to tell him the priest donut story. <laughs> also, priest <laughs> looks like a million bucks and Twitter loves him. You know the picture? I, so you posted the gif of the yeah. giant donut. I posted a picture. That was the box of donuts. Oh, are you serious? That was the actual box of donuts. So we got set up that morning. I took oh, a picture of our, of our booth with the box of donuts there. That is the actual box of donuts. I think it was like minus four oh, donuts Oh, you're right. Later. It is. Oh, uh, I'm dead. That's hilarious. We gave a couple out. Uh, Janella took one. Um, did Penelope take one too, or just just Joey? Oh, I think it I was, stepped away. I think it, was I just, inv- it was just Joey. I Janella. asked if he wanted. I mean, he was like, "Oh, maybe later." And then when I went to the bathroom or something, they came over. And got, they, yeah, one they there. came over, and he was like, he was looking at, he was looking them over. <laughs> he grabbed one. I honestly forget if she did though. I don't know. <laughs> we had like six left, so I was like just trying to unload them. I don't want them to go to waste. Yeah. So. So uh, Damian Priest, Punishment Martinez, was was kind of across the way from us. And I was yeah. walking up to him and go, hey, Punishment, would you like a donut? <laughs> hey, Punishment. Uh, oh, mm, um, mm, uh, thank you, but I probably shouldn't. <laughs> thank you. But I was like, all right, cool, man. I probably shouldn't. <laughs> no worries. And so the that the you know the the dude who was doing security the whole time standing by the front door. The old ECW you know, security guy. Yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, you guys want these donuts? I'm like, nah, sorry, man. It's like, oh, no problem. That's the extent of the story, really. Yeah, yeah. But, but if Sean wants to have us on to talk about it, be more than happy to do it. Oh, I'll come on in a heartbeat. Heck yeah, man. <laughs> I'll go a half hour talking about donuts. And oh, heck yeah. That, the, as far as like a, a people watching experience, that first StarCast was something else. That was so much fun. It was awesome. It was so great. Even the second one was a lot of fun. The first one fun. was pretty great because everybody's so packed in. Mm-hmm. It was definitely not COVID. Well, I mean, friendly. we were still pretty packed in there because... Like the one time Scott Norton walked past me and just like the warmest gesture, just walked past and put his hand on my shoulder and just give it a, a, a good friendly squeeze. I think he just seemed meant, like the nicest dude. He and he put you in the NWO, dude. I guess so. I think that meant For you were in. Mm-hmm. They don't have t-shirts now. They just do like nice hand gestures. I guess so. Uh, Zoe Canrana. I'm really excited for what the Edge and Roman feud could be. Maybe bring Christian in for a match against Roman. Have Roman give Edge cry face. Maybe they'll do Roman and uh, Jay versus edge and christian oh that'd be good that could be good that'd be good uh <clears throat> i'll explain this one afterwards gary MacArthur, your patreon question i'll explain it to you after the show in fact that's actually going to do it for us we'll stick around oh, the okay. twitch and answer some more questions thanks everybody for tuning in we definitely appreciate it join us tomorrow for our impact stream uh yep. thanks everybody for watching till next time we'll talk to you later goodbye Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade, Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, 
Whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now, all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.